So it has been a while since we talked about this. Yeah. What episode is this? This is episode 42. Oh, that's your answer to everything. <laughs> um, anyway, that's a that's for our pun nerds at Anybody home. Anybody who's read any science fiction thing ever or ever been on the internet? That's yeah. secret reference. <laughs> Always let your consonants be your guide. This is Punkcast. It's a Puncast. It's also technically a podcast. My name is Jersey Gwizdowski. Jersey, I want to say a vowel, the opening lines you've had, that's probably my favorite. I'm here with, help me with the pronunciation here, Jordan. Jordan. Gwizdowski. It feels so good to be back and hear your sweet voice right across from me. It's nice to hear your voice too. Welcome yeah. back to New York City. Thank you so much. It's been too long. Yeah. Um, I've been just eating bagels and uh, corner deli sausage, egg, and cheeses since I've been back. That's As it. you should. Yeah. The sausage, sausage, egg, and cheese on a bagel, I hope. Let's get serious about um, puns for a second, if we can. I will, I'll allow it. I, uh, you were just in Austin. Yes, I which was. Which I had to miss out on. I'm sorry we missed you. It was really fun. But um, now I'm back, and we were. I was able to catch some of those videos. Yeah. Um, and... The thing I like about the O. Henry competition is that it's kind of both ends of pun competition. Uh-huh. You have the punniest of show, and then you have the pun slingers. Okay. And the punniest of show is puns per minute, and it is judged yeah. based on like how good they were. Right. And then pun slingers is just, can you make as many puns as possible. Anything that is technically a pun. And the rule, as we were talking about, is it doesn't have to be funny. It just has to be a pun. And I think the dichotomy of those two competitions is so interesting that I wanted to talk to you a little bit about why we, like, how we do puns, you and I, because we have a podcast and we strive to make funny puns. Right. Well, we really try to hit both at the same time. We try to hit that cross section, right? Which is technically sound wordplay. Technically sound is wordplay. And this is a technically sound medium. I think it's... It's a podcast. Large. <laughs> and well-written, funny, clever, hopefully insightful, some kind of message, some kind of meaning, some kind of creativity, and making people laugh. Yeah, we've talked about on... Much earlier episodes, some of our earliest episodes. The first episode, yeah. Um, what we think makes a funny pun or what makes a well-crafted pun. Or I was um, kinda tr- it was like I was almost training you or bringing you into the world. You were, yes, a Mr. Miyagi to my um, karate kid. Daniel-san? Which is a pun. There's a pun here. Um, in the first karate kid, he teaches him by saying, wax on, wax off. He's teaching a young boy to, this young boy wax off. In the new, the reboot. You of that? Well, listen to this. In the reboot, where Jackie Chan is the Mr. Miyagi, the, they changed the exercise from jacket on to jacket off. This is not a joke. That's real? This is real. I'm so glad to have you back on the podcast, Jordan. Hey, I'm always finding those little puns. Elevating the level of discourse. <laughs> but this, of course, is what we're here to talk about. Right. Which is that blend, which we're trying to do with the show. Talk about puns seriously, but also have fun and be funny and be yes. clever. Um, we do one better than the other, usually. I'll let our listeners decide which one that is. You decide. It's been a while since that first episode. Mm-hmm. It's been a couple years now. So I'll bet you have your own thoughts and things you picked up and techniques you have 
and approaches you have to what makes a well-made pun. I have new things that I picked up from other people and that I've learned from work, working with you and doing all these contests and winning all of these trophies. Do you see, can you, are, are my trophies visible to you from where you're sitting, by the way? For our listeners at home, Jersey has set up a Jersey. shrine to his pun uh, exploits, a uh, plastic shrine. I'm just running out of room. They're marble. There's a metal. I don't want to meddle in your affairs here, but it all looks very cheap. Um, so yeah, so we've, I've evolved and grown in my pun prowess. Yeah. You've grown a mustache. And then you also have, uh, you know, I think developed a more like specific stage persona. Yeah. Um, and I think our philosophies have kind of both like bounced off of each other and gelled in their own kind of specific ways. Yeah. Has your mustache gelled as well? Uh, it's waxed. So how about this? Why don't we talk about the elements of a well-made pun and then Maybe we'll play a game that's thematically linked to the same topic. Elements. That sounds great. And uh, in the way, um, like I was talking about, the O. Henry, I uh, just, um, I was watching Southpaw Jones, who won uh, first place after a clap-off in Punniest of Show. And Punniest of Show, as people probably have heard many times, is a minute and a half long prepared uh, speech or monologue. Um, and what you want to do is fit in as many puns on a specific topic as you can. You get a grace period up to two minutes, but don't go over. As Jersey has found out uh, this Jersey. <laughs> this last year. Southpaw Jones picked um, motherhood. Yeah, motherhood Be- and pregnancy. And it was a oh, terrific routine. Terrific routine. And in a way, there are so many elements of it that I can pick out and say, those are not only like well-crafted, but they also have a lightheartedness and make within the element of a sentence, they allow a joke to happen, even though he's going a mile a minute. Mm-hmm. And that's the first thing I want to talk about is I think uh, wit only works with a quickness about it. We've talked about this on a episode before is like, if you sit thinking about the pun for a while, it's not going to go anywhere or it, it, he starts off and his first line is, give me wide berth from this jest station. One sentence, two great puns. M- multi-syllabic, multi-word, thematically appropriate to a very specific Event. circumstance. Yeah. The pun off. Immediately, like, that's a huge laugh line. Yeah. And I think a quickness is so key to making a pun funny. If you are in a conversation and somebody uh, says something and it activates something in your brain and then 10 seconds later you put the pun out into the world, it falls flat. But if you can one tie it back in and make it feel like a organic response to what they said, but then also have the pun ready to go, people go crazy for it. So one element is uh, quickness, timeliness, timeliness, I think, or timeliness, timeliness feels like within the year or something. Yeah. Like making Christmas puns at Christmas. No, no. Quickness. Quickness. Yeah. Speed. Quickness. Yeah. Quickness is an element of a well-made pun. If you can, and this goes back to punning in polite society, the last episode we did together, if you can drop it in at the right moment. You know, the shaggy dog is obviously a thing that exists. It's a, it's a part of the pun society. But if you lead somebody on a road that goes too long, they've already forgotten what you're talking about before then when you make the pun. Well, there's a difference. This might get into the next element of a well-made pun. There's a difference between a long shaggy dog story. And for those of you that uh, haven't heard us talk about on the podcast in a while, what we mean when we say a shaggy dog story is a long, long, long setup that leads to one pun. That might be like a sentence or a string of puns 
but that all the disparate elements of it are in the setup that is really long. And it's like, where is this meandering story going? But you're leading somebody somewhere rather than wandering off on your own by yourself with your eyes rolled up to the top of your skull, laughing to yourself. You're saying, come along with me and join me on this journey and there will be a reward, however crummy, at the end of it. It'll only be a pun, but you'll you'll get something from going with me. So I think that might be the element number two of a well-made pun is communication. Yeah, I can definitely see that. Because it can be the cleverest thing in the world to you, but without that communication, if we don't hear it, it didn't happen. So you have a responsibility to lead us, right? Or not a responsibility, but if it's good, it's because we get it. Um, and there are a couple different ways that can work. It can be like uh, you can take advantage of an existing idiom and flip it, right? That's something that like headlines use a lot. Right. Right. So recently, sad story, but Tiger Woods got arrested. Driving uh, under the influence. Driving under the influence. And then the Daily News had a great headline, DUI of the Tiger. <laughs> and you laugh because, A, it's what happened, but we have a cultural kind of touchstone for that and we immediately recognize it. Correct. Yeah. So you don't have to set us up. The setup is already in our mind. You're calling out two things that we instantaneously recognize. And the trick becomes when you're doing something like Punniest of Show at O'Henry or this podcast or, or out with post, your friends. doing making the post headlines. The post headlines, which is coming up soon. You have to gauge how much people know. Correct. The general public. And you want to challenge people and you want people that hear it to feel smart when they hear it. So you don't want to go to the lowest common denominator because those have already all been done. But there's a spectrum of what people will be able to pick up on or what a, a, a good number of people will be able to pick up on. You know, if I'm doing like all the countries of Asia or whatever, I'm using myself as an example again, even though I said I wouldn't. It's like I know what Iran and Iraq and China and Japan are and Taiwan, right? Yes. But if I'm in the audience, I might not, if you ask me a country in Asia, I might not be able to say Timor Lest, but I'm like, oh yeah, I know that that's a thing. And also, if you are crafting a long form monologue like that to put a country like that out on its own, so you and you might just blow over it and people will not even know. But that's something that you would want to like pair up and put in a bunch with a bunch of other ones that are like less, more obscure countries. Yeah. Because as soon as you start going into the list and they're coming beat, 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 immediately people go like, oh, that's a country. I don't know what that is, but it must be a country. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I did that this year with, uh, I did France, Spain, Germany, uh, Malta, Denmark, Bosnia, Herzegovina. <laughs> <laughs> And it was a big swing early on, but it ju it just seemed to flow and they were really packed in. Um, so anyway, I think that might be element two. I don't know how many elements we're going to come up with. How many elements are there on the periodic table? So many. 103. 118. Let's not do so that. So we're going to come up with 118 elements for well-made puns. 118 rules for dating my teenage <laughs> pun. Pun. <laughs> I don't know. Um, maybe so like, we'll do like water, fire, earth, and air. Maybe we'll do four. So know. not just a clear communication between joker and audience or like comedian and audience Punter but also a pund. cultural communication that i think is yeah this is actually something that comes up in in other you know writing it's it's like uh, if you're making references pop culture references cultural references you can assume a shared cultural history in certain populations with certain people that um if it's something that's in the news or like we all know who's president right now or we all know that thing that happened yesterday or we all have a similar experience of this movie those things are all cultural kind of touchstones and you can take advantage of them because they are your setup. Your setup that you don't have to build the context. And then if they're not there and you're doing something wacky, writing a story, 
you you have to set the table so we can eat. All right. So what would you call that? I would call that either communication or context. What do you think? I think um, communications. Communication. Yeah. Okay. So we have quickness, quickness, communication, communication. I would say um, this is a quirky one for me. So maybe quirk is the is the we're just doing quirks and quirks is another thing about Southpaw Jones is every word is spot on. He's not adding in additional um, words in between to make a word into a pun, which sometimes you see somebody will add in an of or an extra syllable because they want to turn a word into another word, which is not making a pun. But he will stretch so a, pure, a syllable. You're a purist. I am a purist, yeah. Uh, but he will stretch a syllable or bend a consonant in a way that allows it to be a pure pun, but also when you pronounce something like slightly off, it one triggers in the communication element, it triggers them to let them know that you're making a pun and also to hear a word mispronounced in a way that facilitates a pun is very funny. I think it's so funny. I totally agree with you. And yeah. I do that on purpose when I can. Um, I recently put up to use myself as an example. I you're recently example. put up a uh, post that said, I don't think I could deal with the, pressures of extreme celebrity. How does Nicki Minaj? Yeah. And just the best part about it to me was forcing people to read the word manage as menage. And maybe they will for the rest of their lives. <laughs> well, she has to have a talent menager, you know? See, okay. So, so it can actually go in both directions. I think this is fun. It's, um, I don't know if the, what this is in terms of element, maybe something like self-awareness. Okay. But, um, Let's see. Let's keep it on the table and see kind of what category it falls into. But I had a couple of these this year, again, using myself as, as an example. I did all the countries in Europe and, um, oh, I, I had the, you know, Czech Republic and I had the check is in the mail and the envelope is licked and signed. That was so good. So I didn't make, like I said the actual words licked and signed in the cadence of the country. So you can go licked and signed and then you get it because the, of the cadence. But also I could have gone. The envelope was licked and steined or whatever. And in, in, however, I would say it if I was saying the sir meaning, not the sub meaning, right? And I found that it was more fun in that instance to hit the cadence because it feels less like you're explaining something and more like a pleasant treat when people heard it. You know, yeah. you know what this is. It's, it's like um, it's not labored because sometimes when you break down all those and they're fun and they can be in another way, come back around when they're so labored that they become funny again, when you parse out every single syllable. Um, but there's something about ease, like a, a the simplicity, a yeah, touch, a light touch flourish, maybe mm-hmm. that gives that extra thing. It's like in the, the one in 2012 where I did Austin Tejas. Yes. Instead of Austin Tejas or Austin, Texas, you know, because it made the pun purer, but was like a little twist on a thing they might have heard before. And it, um, yeah, like you said, a flourish. It's It makes it fun because not only is it then a pun, but it's also a little joke on top of it. And so it proves that it's not just the wordplay, but it also involves an extra element of wit that you've thought about it and then thought about it again. Yeah. That, That's, that made me think like second draft is an element, but... Um, flair or, or touch or finesse. I love it. Finesse. So we have quickness. We have communication. Finesse. Finesse. You do one now. Okay. This is actually one that we mentioned and I'll just separate it from communication, which is context. 
Uh, you mentioned Southpaw Jones, who won Punnies' show this year and um, is one of the best in the game at this. And context of where I am and what's happening, not only within my own story, but the place I'm in, um, is incredibly thrilling. And not just when you're punning competitively, but we talked about appropriateness and making the right pun that's clever in the moment. The context of what's happening is what makes it sing and what makes it funny. Yes. Um, I've seen a lot of people um, when they get on stage to deliver um, and they will just make jokes and they're disconnected. They are only about finishing the pun and the pun in itself, that joke. And then the next joke, they all might be good and funny, but when you connect them, especially like we're talking about the monologues, um, you always kind of like write a love letter to a yeah. long lost lover. Yes. Except um, for one year of which we will never speak again. <laughs> but that one it puts everything into a context. You never deviate from the letter. It feels like an entire story for these people to yeah. go into. Southpaw Jones talked about his time in at the competition and about how his mother raised him to be the man that he is in a pun string about motherhood. It was very touching. Yeah. Yeah. Context is key. Yeah. So there's context within your own, whatever you're doing, within your own joke which is a little bit connected to communication, but then also the context of the circumstances that you're in. If that's a board meeting, a date, a podcast, wherever you are, those are the most fun. So the breath, the, uh, uh, what was the jest one he did? This jest? Jest station. Jest station, right? Because that's what it is, right? And it's so appropriate for, you, you can't pull that off in any other place, you know? Um, so I had a pretty fun, I'm going to use myself as an example again. Um, I had a pretty fun bit, which actually might be the bit that pushed me over the edge in terms of time, was um, Belgium, Belarus, oh no, Hungary, Bulgaria, Belgium, Belarus. So, it you know, my Bulgaria isn't as impressive as Hungary, and Gary is, of course, one of the MCs who was on stage at the time. And then Jim Ertner, one of the great champions of uh, the, the pun off over the years and one of the judges. So, I got to say, don't ring that bell, Jim, ironically. He didn't ring the bell. Somebody else did. But- um, it was specific to the people that were there, which was this little extra thing that that gave it a little specificity. And then if I'm at Punderdome or if I'm at the pun off or if we're playing on the show, we make it about each other. You know, we try not to like make insults or, you know, attack each other with puns, but sometimes it'd be fun to do a little trash talk or reference something that came up. The more that you can build on your own story or refer back to something somebody else did, it can get you stuck in your head. But if what you I say is a comeback to what you said, what's that? You get refer madness. You get refer madness. Yeah, if you're just trying That's to call good. back all the time. If Then there's a culminative effect. If you do something and then I have a comeback to you, and so that's one of those things in this game, also in the competitions that we do, is we've talked about a little bit, but I strive to make it a joke, make it in the moment. Listening to you and Toby was like so rewarding, yeah. but also like he's so green to the podcast that sometimes his puns were so non sequitur that I was like, it doesn't mean anything, Toby. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> But the but that's the thing is that the writing of it or the pun of it is great. Yes. But it's about writing. And this comes into the stuff we talked about in episode one. And I always talk about in terms of joke writing and putting it at the end and setting up rather than doing the pun and then explaining it later in the sentence or, you know, having right. it at the beginning. You know, even those little those little one offs I do at the beginning of every episode. What was the one today? Uh, always let your consonants be your guide. Yeah. Um, 
that's not a good example. Like uh, I did one with the last one I did with Toby, and it's going to be my name at Pondodome uh, this month, is uh, hyperbole from a hyperbully, right? So you set it up and then you knock it down. But if I said, uh, I'm a hyperbully that loves using hyperbole, it feels like wonky. Right. We did this in the first episode. It was what Noah stood on the ark and saw instead of Noah stood on the ark and saw a lot of water when he was like, I'm already asleep. Get out. You want to craft it like you would a joke. Yep. You want to put the punchline at the end. And I think that's included in context. Yeah. Right. Give us, again, set the table so we can eat, you know, but not just with uh, communicating your idea, but with connecting it to the things around you, either within your story or within your environment and with the people around you. Yeah. Um, I think this is like, this is a good four elements. You like the, the original earth, fire. This is the earth, fire, wind, water. Of puns. Well, maybe there's a time a thousand years in the future where a scientist will discover more elements of puns. But yeah, I feel like this is pretty good so far. Listen, when I come up with an idea for a podcast episode, I don't always go plan it, but I feel like the fifth element is heart. <laughs> um, and I mean a- that actually. So let's do some puns on the periodic table of elements. Wait, no, I want to talk about this. What? It's Captain Planet. Earth, fire, wind, water, and heart. I know. Okay. Yeah, I know that. But you need heart. There's something about Oh, like, this is another joy. final element. Heart. Yes. Yeah, there should be five because I do think there's more. And I think it's fucking fun and joy and, yes. and, 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 and love of doing it and not apologizing for it, which was, we phrase it as don't apologize in the Ten Commandments. And this isn't about the rules. This is about what makes it good. It's good if you're enjoying it, if you like it, if you're committed to it, and you let that enjoy in, you let that joy infuse everything you do in terms of finding it, in terms of writing it. Because if I'm having a bad day and I don't want to do it or I don't want to do the show, this show, the show's not as good. If I don't want to do Punter Dome, I lose, right? If I'm not having fun doing it and loving doing it, then why even do it? Yeah, there's an element even in our stage personas that it's – I think we both kind of like have a dry rye delivery when we are on stage and there's nights where sometimes because we like had a beer too many, we're just like so easy about it that they, the audience doesn't feel the joy that we felt in actually like crafting the pun. Yeah. Or you're just not feeling it some nights. I mean, I say it as a joke every night, but we fall flat when that happens. Yeah. Um, So yeah, don't have too many beers before you make puns. So let's quickly recap. Quickness. Quickness. It's remember it starts with all the qu- qu- quickness, quickness, communication, communication, Con- finesse, context, context, finesse, heart, heart, go planet. <laughs> when all these powers combine, we are punkcast, a podcast, and you know what we do on punkcast, a podcast? We play a little game called Bro Pun says who we. Now, Jersey, I know that you think you are my superior when it comes to puns on this podcast, but you're my periodic. Let's do some puns on the periodic table of elements. Period? You're my periodic. Oh, that's good. Thank you. We never really said what we were going to do. We're going to do all 118 elements on the periodic table. All of them? Yeah, we're going to bang it out and we're going to stay here until we're done. We might be here till uh, this is going to take us Austin next year. Yeah. This is actually why we didn't do a podcast for 10 months because (laughs) we were trying to come up with with the Ten Commandments. So we're on our 42nd episode. We're going to do the elements that make up life, the universe and everything. And also um, the periodic table. Okay.
Get it because the pun elements are the elements that make up everything. <laughs> All right. <laughs> we okay. make up everything on this podcast. It's we totally improvised. We make up everything. Yes. That was made up, wasn't it? Yeah, I'm saying. The elements make up everything. Oh, I see. And so this podcast is also improvised. Let's hey, just do this. You matter. Thank you. All right. Here we go. I'm going to lead with lead right out of the gate. Lead with lead. All right. <laughs> uh, do you think you can come up with some or will you take a knee on this? That's no bull, Jersey. Here, I want to cross them off as we go. So I'm just looking for them. Where's lead? PB is lead, right? Neon. So we have periodic table of elements in front of us like bingo sheets, and we're just going to go till we can till we get them all. I just did neon. Can you think of any? Oh, you're doubling down on neon? Okay, so I'll put two marks on it. <laughs> I've got... I'm ready to go on all of it. I feel like I have my foot in my mouth. Mmm, just taste that heel. Yum. I know... I know we shouldn't have shared the same firearm. Did you, did you lose Argon? I don't want to be a bore on this podcast, but um, I can't think of any. I'm on the Atkins diet, so I haven't had a carb in a while. <laughs> Do you see what I did there? I was hanging out with that movie star, Seth. And we, uh, we had a slumber party, and I was like, Good night, Renault again. <laughs> oh, boy. I will not solve for these terrible puns. You might think that um, we're going a little too quickly with these puns, but this is not fast for us. You took it right out of my mouth. If you, if my pun is a little silly, can you come up with a better one? Jersey, that pun was so bad, I'm going to give it a sigh. A sigh is the symbol for silicon. Oh, you're doing the symbols? Oh, come on. Come on, there's so many. You're making it easy on me. That last pun was so dumb. <laughs> it's, um, N-A. Oh, right, of course. N-A-C-L. N-A-C-L, good people turn their heads each day So satisfied I'm on my way I'm looking at this periodic table of elements And I don't see an element OP What would that be, opium? Good stuff Uh, Speaking of CL, uh, I sing songs when I'm chlorine out the room Drizzy, I feel like I'm flooring you on this one Well, every time you, you know, you steal my puns I should come up to you and say, bro, mine um, a farmer's diary is a good place to find an oxygen. I think you're right. Hey, uh, dad is coming over later, so hydrogen. Uh, he drank all my gin one time, and I sarcastically said, Thank you, Ray. <laughs> Our father's name is Ray. Context. Jersey, I just want to let you know that for this next pun, I'm going to charge you FE. That's right, iron. That was great. I'm gonna let you cook me dinner if you promise that it will be really yummy. I um I was in the business of uh, the black market selling elements. Yep. And uh, I noticed that one of my contacts was an undercover cop. I was like, I see you, copper. <laughs> I can find puns in so many of these elements, but I can't find the kitchen zinc. I did zinc. Fuck. Santa Claus won't deliver you. <laughs> Santa Claus won't deliver you presents in January, but Saint Nickel. Yeah, you will. And I, for one, love it. Yeah, baby. I'm glad you're going with me on this. Um, I think that the upstate mountains in New York are scenic in a way that nothing else are. Arsenic. arsenic? Where's arsenic geographically on here? Um, oh, AS. Got it. Do you think when? 
Neo and Trinity were looking for the one. They had like a couple candidates and they're like, might Neo be him? All right, we're getting into the toughies. I started seeing this young woman and she was like, oh, you're so much, you're such a better kisser than my ex-boyfriend. And I was like, that's because I'm Mo Liptonum. And that's kind of my MO. Nice. Did you do magnesium? Magnesium. Wait, did you do manganese and magnesium? No. You said you're magnesium me. And I'm just trying to be over here. Magnese puns. Yep. Okay. So we got them both. Great. You did sodium. Mm-hmm. President Coolidge was going blind. Can Cal see him? He can't see a lot. After he died, they had to bury him. Uh, It'll be a difficult topic. Wait, did I do it already? No, I'm just saying it's like, that's a joke, you know? Yeah, it's like One out there. Yeah, it's not, I'm not blazing new pathways here. I've made so many puns, and you've made like nine or ten. <laughs> and that's SN. They've only made that many. Well, I'm just not trying to make a profit off of puns. I'm anti-money. Oh, I <laughs> I can tell you're um, here for the joy of it and not for the money. What was that? Tellurium. I can tell you're um, here for the joy and not the money. Yeah, but uh, it makes it hard to date. That's why I died alone. So we decided as brothers to make a podcast about puns, but what would you make a zine on? <laughs> a zine? Very 90s. I want to publish zines and Rage Against Machines. That's your gold? Hey, you, I'm talking to you. That's your gold? My favorite scientist was probably Marie Curie. <laughs> her her science was so good it made me go hug, hug. that's you pronounce hg you know that um hamlet was quite the uh scientist <laughs> do you remember his famous monologue terbium or not terbium or else it could just be tb or not tb was that hamlet's line or was that polonium I could have sworn that's where you were going. Where's TB? It's in your lungs, Jersey. You only have a few days left to live. <laughs> so it's uh, it's weird coming back to New York after so much time being away. Can you tell me where Iodine around here? Did it. What? Iodine alone. Uh, well, tell me a place that does a steak well, because I love a steak with a nice sear yum. Sear yum. Siri, um... Where's the best place around here <laughs> for a good steak? Where could I get some Indium food? That's, you know, I want to get whatever I am the mood for. You have to cesium the moment. How do you find a good cattle that will make a good steak? Well, you rope your men. Well, you have to go to the farm. And while you're at the farm, I have a question for you. How many donkeys are there per high schoolers? What's the ask to teen ratio? Jesus. Hey, we're, we started with the easy ones. But if they don't have enough, if they don't have enough uh, beef, you can use donkeys on the grill. Actually, the grill is a great place to put ass. Yum. A lot of people think that cattle is the only good meat, but I like wild game. I like bear. Yum. Nope. Nope. I like done it. I was trying to do bear really yum. But really yummy. I did already. It was really yummy. Oh my God. Why am I not? We're coming up. It's funny. We're coming up with a lot of tasty food things that involve the word yum. Huh. When I was reading Akira, I was like, you know what this manga needs? How many are we going to do on the same ones? What the fuck, man? Manganese, magnesium. We did the whole thing about breaking it down. Oh, yeah. So you're writing them, but you need a radium. So many ums. Are you ready for all these ums? I'll be no more ums than are usually on the podcast, I guess. I want to sail the seven... Nope. Yeah. I want to sail the seven seas yumpteen times. 
Let's go back to meat. I really love cat yum. Where's cat yum? CD place it is on the periodic table. When I sail the seven seas, make sure there's not anybody hiding in the galley. I'm really worried about that. What do you need to make a, a knitted sweater? You need a loom and um, something else. Did you know that gravestones.com is a great place to buy a krypton? <laughs> I When you were talking about Indian food, there's a restaurant that's really good if you like Xenon. Xenon! I love Xenon! Oh, you did Xenon, though. Xenon. Oh, yeah. Did you know that they just showed The Raid on TNT? <laughs> Uh, it's one of my favorite films. I'm going to get some liposuction. And soon I'm going to have no belly. I'm going to be so skinny. You didn't need to tell me that. That's none of my bismuth. I know that we're brothers, but I'm having a very strange desire right now. Let's touch our tongues together. <laughs> tongues together. Tongues together. <laughs> Do you think that would be an L or a W? It ain't necessarily so, but I think I want a Zborgium best with you. Zborgium. That's an element. Now, when you're coming up with uh, lines for the show, do you sometimes wish that you rather thought of fewer puns of higher quality or that you rather forward more puns of lower quality? I guess we know the answer for this episode. Iam, I love your poetry, but I'm digging this prose, Iam. <laughs> Made up friend. Iam. No, that- he's a real friend. Iam? Yeah, he works with me in a comment. Let's be frank, EM is not a real person. <laughs> hey, he just won a prize for literature, so now I call him Nobel EM. Did it already. Fuck me! I'll have Nobelly. I'm so glad you created EM. <laughs> I don't I don't think you guys should break up as friends. I just can't wait till you are rid EM. Recently on You wrote EM? I wrote EM a few times on this <laughs> list. Um <laughs> So recently on Silicon Valley, they showed a scene of bringing a stud to completion. Um, uh, yeah. And I was just wondering, how do you make America? It's good. Yeah, 57 through 103. We got a lot down there. Um, Iam actually is a beautiful blonde with a ponytail. And a, yeah. I call him Thor Iam. Big hammer. Swinging hammer. Okay, I think... I think we have to end this EM thing. Hey, it's just cheating, and I think we've been protracting EM for way too long. Okay, so I will just act as EM, so I'll be acting EM over here for the rest of the podcast. But really, we should kill EM. <laughs> that wasn't a pun. Do you promise EM won't come back? You know what? We can get him out of here. I'll just throw a loot at EM. <laughs> oh, now everything's EM. I know that my favorite movie is The Raid. But is your favorite movie The Radium? <laughs> oh, he's ra- not here. Sorry, he can't answer that question. We did Radium. God damn it. Hey, Kelly Clarkson. Since you've been gone, it's been really chilly in here. Burr Kelly, I'm cold. You know, some of those Disney animators thought that some characters weren't getting enough dialogue. And they said, Pluto need more lines. Very adamant about that. Pet dogs are very quiet once you rein them in. I'm trying to make puns without EM. Do you have do you have an EM idea how we can do that? 72. Yeah, it's tough with this topic because we're digging the bottom of the barrel. I just worry that these puns are Coney I'm making. 
it's cool how we did the well the elements of the well made pun and then we're not doing any of the things in this game <laughs> i'm trying to make puns that don't use em so i'm trying to think of my friends that have names other than em you know knocked em i didn't know you were dubbing em a friend em has em called you recently you know i have a lot of recent calls in my phone but you know you you none be um you none be um it's a bad habit to make all that honey. You nun bee, I'm gonna make you leave the convent. That's right. It's a nun bee that I'm talking to. It's a bad habit to make all that maple syrup. You nun tree, I'm gonna chop you down. Every one of these elements has seum. I did that already. <laughs> Fuck. Ugh. Oh, now, now my, now my, my muscle and my leg has joined the convent, Jordan. Hold on, let me just have a quick dialogue with my leg muscle that has joined the convent. You nunquad, I am gonna exercise you so hard. Did you put a curse on his legs? You nun hexium his legs? <laughs> oh, the space between my nostrils is going to the convent now. But I'm okay with you, nun septum. Septium. Oh no, the lead singer of the Blowfish is going to the convent as well. You nanuti, I'm gonna let her cry. I only want to be with you. You and me, you tea, we come from different worlds. You non party, um, come from different worlds. You know what I love about Hootie and the Blowfish's songs? Is that there's a silver of truth in all of them. Yeah, but you thought you were a genius. But you forgot silver. You know, if you, um, you can tell anybody that you talk to ghosts, but then you're just an amateur medium. But if you're from Long Island and you have your own TV show, then you're a Prometheum. Also, what number is Prometheum? I think we did it. Yeah. But also, if you have any boils, you should be Lanthium. I don't like this character. <laughs> you should be Lanthium. Lanthium. I, I don't like this character. Do you want to hear my impression of uh, acclaimed actor Oliver Platt? Yes, please. I'm Oliver Platt, and I'm an actor. What? Platinum. Oh. You want to hear my impression of a hip lady? Yes, please. I'm a hip lady. I'm not an actor like Oliver Platt, but I have my own career that keeps me happy and fulfilled in my life. What are we still looking at? We have a lot more. EMs. A lot of EMs. There's one without EM. What is it? It's Cobalt. Oh, right, yeah. Do you want to do Cobalt? And then we're just going to bring Ian back and just bang him out. <laughs> you want to go sailing with me on a co-Baltic sea trip? That sounds lovely. You know who's coming with us is our friend, Ian, who's hey, Ian. real. Oh, I'm so glad he's back. Ian, so come back Ian, here. Who's definitely a real person that we love and is going to be with us for the rest of this game so we can finish these fucking puns. It's we're like, going to allow this made-up friend to exist for the duration of this game, and then we'll murder him. You're so shiny. Are you made out of chromium? Uh, I scanned Ian, and I saw that he was shiny. I know that we brought him back for all these puns, but I don't want to bore Ian. You've been working out. Damn, stacked, Ian. Would you lithium as one of your best friends? No, I'm so angry at him, I would throw a van at Ian. Why are you acting so strong, Ian? You know who I think would make a good couple? Ruth and Ian. <laughs> yeah, Ian, you should listen. That would be awesome, Ian. Remember when I said I was going to act like Ian? What I meant to say is I'm going to act Osmium. I just did that one. <laughs> Fuck me. I'm just so much happier Renium is in the room. You know, when I want something, I ask God real hard. I pray sodium hard. We did sodium. Praise, praise sodium. 
You know, Jordan and I are having this argument about whether Keanu Reeves is smart or not. Do you find Neodymium? Ruthenium, I think they make such a good couple. I say marry him. But I do know that he has a congenital heart disease. <laughs> Can anybody cure him? Hey, you know, medical marijuana is legal. Maybe you should smoke some Erbium. I know that we wanted you back for the rest of this episode, but just go home, Ium. And about that point, we are firm, Ium. God, all your spoonerisms make me itter, Ium. I mean bitter, Ium. I... Because he is such a strapping young man and he looks like Thor, all the men do love Ium. Ium is such a weird name, although it's strangely useful for this pun game. Have you ever thought about changing your name to Lawrence, Ium? It's weird to have a pun game that Californian, Californium, man, that's the part is the N at the foreign. Hey, Jordan, get that, um, get that growth you have on your, (laughs) on your, get that growth you have on your eyelid away from Ian. Don't get your eye and sty in Ian's face. Hey, tell Ian he can come back because we still have a few more puns we need to do. Tell Ian. TM. TL. 81. Oh, you're doing helium. Oh, I thought you were doing tholium. I'm so tholium. I'm all over the place. Why did we choose this? We're so close. I have a question. Why don't we record this podcast in some bright, open, large public space? You know, an atrium. Everybody's trying to lock EM down. What does it take to net EM? Tenetium? Yeah, 73. That old lady was a rude bitty. I'm going to yell at her. Did you get Californium? Well. Oh, looks like somebody has never heard of periwinkle. Do you find that color foreign, Ian? That's the thing about all these these uh, elements at the bottom of the periodic table. You get a linium up and knock them down. We're always told about how you have to make your own sound as far as a slap or a punch goes in stage combat. So when you're taking a hit from somebody's leg, you need to make a nap to neum. That's pretty good. Yeah, sure. All right, I see one more one more element. 109. Hey, if if Eum disappears after we finish this game, might Nerium come back? I'm okay to Liam all behind. Let's get rid of this. Wow. Why oh, did boy. we do that? By which I mean, and that's how you play. <laughs> Bro. Pun. Says. Why? <laughs> Because <laughs> um, not only did we do the periodic table, but because I wasn't counting as well as I should have, we probably did the periodic table and a half. Yeah, I feel like that was a half life for me. Um, oh, man, I, I know that people see like white and see the bright light when they're about to die, but I saw taupe. I'll keep my eye on you. <laughs> All right, Jersey. This has been so fun and so exhausting yes. to be back. <laughs> I, I, wow, we really went to a marathon to come back and get into form. Yeah, Why remember we how ourselves? like excited. We, Just like aggressive. a few minutes we, ago. Yeah, we were being at the beginning of it, and then all of a sudden EM came in. and Oh, I hate that guy. Uh, he always brings the party down. This is why you don't make up friends. Although he really came in and helped. Help. He came in. He helped out. He's a good bartender. Handy. He's a good what? He's a good bartender. He's a good bartender. Ian? Yeah. Ian. It's like a shortened William. You Iam. really have a friend named Ian? I do. Well, his picture will be the... <laughs> well, Ian isn't really real. All right. Does he really go by Ian? Yes, he definitely does. 
he's so useful for puns, does he know? Yeah, I mean, when you're in Wisconsin, you get all those good hipster names. That's good. Well, this has been, yeah, like I said, it's uh, it's been so good to be back. It's always challenging and exhausting to go up against you in a bro pun. Well, that wasn't a contest. We were just getting all knocked out. I mean. But I won. Yeah. <laughs> so, hey, do you want to come back and uh, do some more podcasts? No. <laughs> no. Don't. It's like, don't shop for groceries when you're hungry. Don't ask whether somebody wants to do another episode of a pun podcast after they pun on all of the elements. That's a common phrase. Yeah, I've heard it before. As we said, idioms. We've <laughs> we've been making up a lot of puns at EM. And you're an idiom savant. That's what they tell me. Um, well, I well, savant in this episode. Let's do it then. Let's okay. cut it off. Uh, so thank you to everybody for listening. Thanks for supporting season two. We're having a great time. Thank you to Jordan for coming back. I want to see you again soon. I'm so let's glad you're back. It. And, uh, you know, if you want to follow us, do it. You know where. You know who our music comes from. Reserve for Rondi. Circus 68. And episode music from bensound.com, Twitter, Facebook, follow us, Instagram, Instagram. <sighs> review us and rate us. Hey, Jersey. And remember the five elements yeah. of a well-made pun. Quickness. Quickness. Communication. Communication. Finesse. Finesse. Context. Heart. And heart. And now, if you have an idea for a pun routine, go plan it. Speaking of heart, arrow to get out of here. This has been... Punkcast. A pun cast that doubles as, when needed, a podcast can be used as a podcast in, in the certain event situations of a water landing. But please assist, assist yourself before assisting children. Like we said, there's assist growing on my eye right now. <laughs> you're chill, lazy, and I think you're great. <laughs> and podcast. Bye.